Hello, and we are back with another episode of Common Room's Perfect 10 series. The Perfect 10 is a series of 10-minute conversations with community experts and Devereaux leaders live on Twitter spaces focused on one topic each. And I'm Rebecca, the head of community at Common Room, which is a community intelligence platform that helps you build better products, deepen relationships, and grow faster. You can hang out with nearly 800 community and Devereaux leaders in our Uncommon community Slack, and you can find out more about us at commonroom.io slash uncommon and learn more about Common Room itself at commonroom.io. Anyway, enough about us. Let us talk about us. Today, I get to interview a very special guest with a very special point of view. He is the new Chief Operating Officer here at Common Room. Jake was previously the VP of Customer Identity and Workflows at Okta. He oversaw a bunch of teams and acquisitions and operations. Um, So we're here to talk about how community played a role in his decision to join us at Common Room and then what community means to the future of business as seen from his view at the executive table. So welcome to Jake Randall, currently in his fourth week here at Common Room. Hey, Jake. Hey, Rebecca. Thanks for having me. That was the best description of the last 10 years of my life I've ever heard. He did a bunch of things and like had some teams and some acquisitions, and now he's here. I'm so glad that you appreciated that. You know, there was more detail in my notes, but I figured we have <laughs> a meteor topic to talk about, and that 10 years could take up way more than 10 minutes. So a lot of cool things, a lot of cool stuff cool guy, really looking forward to his cool point of view. Does that really sum it up? That was perfect. Okay, great. Um, So let's keep going with the coolness. I want to know your cool aha community moment. So you talked about uh, in your LinkedIn post, um, which is always like gracious, I think, to say like, hey, here's what I learned and here's why I'm excited to go where I'm going next. And part of that was that you had an aha community moment and that led you to being open to this idea of joining a community intelligence platform at Common Room. So can you tell us a little bit about that aha moment? Absolutely. Um, so maybe just like quickly set the stage, right? So in this 10 years, you just summarized so elegantly for me. Um, I was at Okta and you know, Okta was founded in 2009. So it was a fairly traditional tops down um, enterprise sales motion. But most recently, as you mentioned, I was VP of our customer identity solution, which to correlate it into this conversation is basically Octo's developer solution, right? For lack of a better way to say it. And so as I was out there trying to, you know, help run this business for us, um, we were approaching it with a traditional tops down notion, right? And what was happening is we'd get into these, you know, deals or we'd be talking to, you know, customers and, and companies and Auth0 was always in there be, before us. Like we'd, we'd show up and say, hey, you know, CIO, CTO, um, here's what we can do. Here's how we can help you, right? And they'd go, oh, yeah, that sounds pretty interesting. Actually, my team's already talking to someone doing something similar, Auth0. I was like, okay, well, like, what's going on? I'd go back to my marketing team and I'd say, hey, like, there's, like, what are we doing wrong? Like, we're just like, we're like not reaching people. And they're like, I don't know. Like, let's look at kind of SEO, all these different, you know, uh, traditional strategies you might think of, channels you might use. Um, and it just, you know, and the same thing kept happening. So fast forward um, to, I guess it was announced in, I should know this, March of last year, May of last year. I don't know. It's a blur. But Okta ends up uh, acquiring Off Zero, um, which was like a super interesting thing to go through both having the experience I just mentioned as well as then having or like not having kind of having but being able to like work with the team and go through the due diligence process that you go through a six and a half billion dollar acquisition and it was all about community it was all about the fact that they had these these incredible developer relations folks working for them 
and they were out there in, which I don't, I don't know if like non-traditional is the right way to say it, but to Okta at least, non-traditional channels, getting to the actual end users in a fundamentally different way, differentiated way, and like earning their trust, earning the mindshare of this industry, which, you know, was hundreds of millions of dollars for us in terms of revenue, um, and fundamentally just changed the way it was done. And it was like an amazing thing. It was super um, leveraged for Auth0. It was super valuable to them. It ultimately drove a massive acquisition, quite frankly, of them um, by Okta. And uh, yeah, it was a big, I guess, aha moment for me that there's something else happening out there. Yeah, I think something that I, I want to pull directly from your words, so I don't mince them, that you went on to write when you're talking about why you're excited about moving into the community space explicitly was you say, the way people find, select, and adopt software has fundamentally changed, um, end quote. And that's how you said, like, that's something that you experienced and saw about what Auth0 was doing. Um, yeah. And so can you talk a little bit more about what stood out to you in terms of the power of community um, you said that, you know, you know it intrinsically, but you there's like firsthand values that community brings to the business. Can you talk a little bit more about those business strengths? Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing I would say there is that like many companies, um, you try to, you, you try to like, I guess I'd say like force a community almost, right? Insofar as you're like, hey, like, I don't know file support ticket with me, right? Or like come to this webinar, but it's always about them coming to you and like the power of it that I found so amazing. And like, you have a whole conversation around my experience with like go to market strategy, but they're like, rather than try to bring them to you, go meet them where they are and have it be more organic and self self kind of fulfilling, right? And like the reason why Auth0, right, was in all these deals wasn't necessarily because Auth0, I mean, I think they do have a great marketing team to any Auth0 people that listen to this, right? But it was that like, they created this organic thing where like people were telling their friends about it, right? And that is like, that is leverage. That is like a powerful momentum shifting thing that you can create for your business that you just simply can't do with traditional quote marketing channels, right? Um, and that all leads to, and the way that people, as I said, I guess since you quoted me, the way that they're like selecting it and like figuring out how to like validate this is the right solution is not, is, is no longer through interactions with you as the vendor, but instead through interactions with their peers, i.e. their community, right? Yeah, and so I'm wondering how you're doing this. I mean, you're in your fourth week, so- I know everything. So much crystal balling I can ask you to do, but- it sounds like, and I want us to get out of our bubble, clearly we believe that community is essential to doing business and that plugging into that and enabling people to not go through a straight line, but for that that circle to exist, uh, that loop, if you will, to exist is super important, but that it's like we see community as a brand pillar. And there's all this, let's go back to that idea of like traditional thinking, um, which is a broad stroke to paint it with, but there's like, you know, a brand pillars are a mission statement and your visual and verbal image and tone and then the product itself and your customer service and experience. Um, but there's this idea, I think, this movement toward community being a brand pillar and a differentiator um, where it's no longer seen as a nice to have, but like the existence of community in itself will be a differentiator against companies who haven't ended up creating a community of that like self-support, that help, that connection around trying to have this shared goal. Um, and so I'm wondering if you've seen any seeds of the idea of like community being elevated to the idea of brand pillar in your four week long conversations um, with community leaders and common room customers. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the big thing I'd see here is that like the way ultimately your brand is the way that you like interact with your customers, you could argue, right? And like how they think about you. And if we, you know, just because I've already talked about a bunch, if we go back to like the auth zero aspect of this, because um, that's such like, I'll say in-depth experience for me, their brand that some of them was that like your peers, your community was invested in them, right? And so it becomes um, an integral part of how you're thinking about like customer service and right because like now you're because now your peers can help you with something within the community versus you having to file that support right becomes like a new way for you to interact with your users and for them to actually like feel bought in and like part of it and that's what i think is so fascinating it's not simply it's like hey let me tell you about my brand right or let me tell you how you should think about me you are now like part of it. You are part of the community. You are almost like you are a stakeholder in that brand and you are helping drive it forward. And that sense of ownership um, and involvement in the technology, in the company is something that everyone seeks to have, right? It's why you drive, it's why you have customer advisory boards and why people talk about, um, you know, their customers as you're a, you're a partner, you're not my customer, you're a partner in this, right? Well, community is a way to create that brand awareness, create that pillar and actually like, truly make them feel like they're part of your company. Yeah, so it sounds like you are already like pulling out the thread of this. So I'll, I'll just do it a little bit more to unravel the sweater is um, a, one place that we know a lot of community leaders are is that a lot of them are simply trying to consider stakeholders that building and supporting that community is important. So it's like, you know, let's say it's a, pre-customer advisory board, but community advisory board, like that level of making sure people feel ownership. Um, so we know that convincing the executive table that community is important is important to a lot of people trying to build communities and get investment for their community teams, their community work. As someone sitting at the exec table, do you have any advice for one way to start? Yeah, I think the big thing I would say here is, um, this might sound blunt maybe, but at the end of the day- Be blunt. Yeah, if you're an, an exec, it's kind of like, it's basically like ROI. It comes down to like dollars, right? We don't have infinite resources. So in a zero-sum game, do I give money to the community? Do I give money to, you know, um, more traditional, as I've called them, marketing channels? Do I give money to my sales team? Like, you know, go, go through a list. And the way you make those decisions is like, well, sh what am I going to get for it, <laughs> right? Um, and so I think, you know, one of the things that's been, so amazing in my first four weeks, as you keep reminding me at, at Common Room, is that we have a lot of, you know, great customers already, I should call them partners, right, part of our community that are able to say, hey, this is what now they can start to quantify the impact community is having on their business. And as an exec who wants to understand how I get the most bang for my buck, you can tell me that if I give you a buck, I'll get this much bang. That goes a long way, right? Um, because even if you intrinsically know it, you like helping to have a target and helping to know that I'll get this out of it is basically the whole name of the game. Yeah, and I keep repeating four weeks because I want to take a little bit of the pressure off of you, you know? Like, you don't have to have all the answers yet, but four weeks from now, we'll come back and then I'll expect you to have 200% yeah, at, at, at eight weeks, it'll be perfect. <laughs> it'll be totally perfect. So, Jake, thank you for giving us a little insight into... Um, your first four weeks here, what you're thinking about and what community teams should be thinking about in terms of getting that stakeholder buy-in from that exec table and uh, sharing your point of view with us. Can't wait to work more alongside you as Common Room and as me, Rebecca. Can't wait as well. Thanks.